Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of year again. Time to show dad you can put more than 10 seconds of thought into his Father's Day gift. Come on. You can definitely do better than mugs or drugstore cologne that smells like 1987. You know what dad wants? Clothes that let him show off that dad body he's been working on all winter. <laughs> That's right. He wants something from the perfect gene. Look, you know how much we love the perfect gene here at Better Let Me Tell You, and your dad will too. Not only do they have their classic quality jeans, shorts, and shirts, which let your dad actually move, thanks to their patent-pending stretch process, which, okay, we don't really know if it's patent-pending, but... Sounds totally cool. Now they even have jeans made from sustainable recycled materials because dad always taught you never to let anything go to waste. Know what else dad taught you? To always get the best price. So use promo code TELL20, that's T-E-L-L-20, at theperfectgene.nyc for 20% off your first order. That's right. TELL20 gets you 20% off all their items. So this Father's Day, those boring khakis and show your dad he can look and feel good in a pair of jeans thanks to the perfect gene. And don't forget to use code TELL20 for 20% off your order. Hell, might even make you his favorite kid. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. talking about this friday <laughs> well you know we record it's friday night friday <laughs> and the mood is right we're gonna have some fun show you how it's done t-g-i-f mm. welcome or what wait what episode is this this Two? is 206 i want to say i'm gonna look it up right now but I, I feel very confident well as he looks that up welcome everybody happy friday i feel very the weekend is upon that. us it was a, a short week it's weird when it's a short week yeah because then i was all, yeah it's 206 because I was all like, like Tuesday, but 
it felt like a Monday, mm-hmm. and then like Wednesday felt like a Tuesday. But then the just thing think is, about the, it. The thing is that Jose took off Tuesday, so he didn't really start working until Wednesday. It, I, there was just a lot of confusion. So just think about this. Um, think about Tuesday as Monday, and then you have Friday off. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, but then you only. But have then to I'm gonna get very sad when I have to go to work on Sunday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, that didn't work out. I didn't no. plan it through. But I like where your head was at. I, I didn't plan it through. I like where your head. Yeah, was I remember at. when when you know we were in school, right? Like I would play all those mind tricks with my head in my head. I'm like, okay, it's teacher's planning day, so it's really not Monday. It's like Tuesday, or like, okay, today's Monday, and then I'm gonna pretend to myself, you know. Whatever. You know what also threw me though mentally is that since last Friday we did our pop up, which thank you Jay Wakefield and everybody who came out. Yes. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about that for a minute. That was great. It was. We it was actually fun. we had people that were like, "Oh, I listened to your podcast and I heard yeah. you were doing this, so we're gonna come and have your wings." Yeah. And- this one family showed up and he was like, "I want this, 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 this," and I was yeah. like. We've only done a handful of pop-ups, so I feel confident in knowing who has shown up. And I'm like, you must know from somewhere this menu. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> well, that's how you begin. That was a, actually, that was, I really liked, you know, for, for those of you who are in Miami, Jay Wakefield in Wynwood, yep. I really liked the setup we had there, that we were outside in the parking lot, but like yeah. in the front and like people no, yeah, were walking by and yeah, no, yeah, calor. And it was, it was great. We, we, we like doing the pop-ups. Yes. We have another one coming June 18th, which is the Saturday before Father's Day. Yeah, so, so we'll hop, keep you updated on Happy Father's Day to me. Nothing says Father's Day like frying chicken. Well, you're not doing it on Sunday. And then we'll, we'll, we'll clean everything that Saturday so you don't have to do it Sunday morning. Right. <laughs> the cleaning is always <laughs> That's the fun, fun part. That's the fun but part. But anyway, so wait, what were we talying about? We were talking No, because I was saying like, it also threw me off because like the pop-ups are usually like on a Thursday or then right. we've done it like on a Saturday right. so we did it on a Friday but it was like a Friday where you were like I don't care how long I'm here because it's a long weekend it just threw me off like yeah. just metido yeah 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 yeah. so how was your long weekend it was great I did a lot yeah what did you do I packed a lot in we well we did the pop up on Friday then Saturday and Sunday we were in Fort Myers Beach and then on Monday we, we hung out with our friends uh, at their pool at the pool Oh, the big fun. Yes, I had all the big fun, which what I loved about the pool on Monday was that it was salt water. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, you know that salt water is buenísimo para la salud. I guess. It is. Well, you never yes. heard that? Well, no, it is. It's especially good for the skin. Yeah, for And the for cuts. Skin. Like when you have random cuts. Yes. yes. I had one on my finger and I was like, ooh, this is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, when you have cuts. Yeah. And when you have acne. Oh, okay. It dries up your acne. Like the back knee, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is very good. So we ended up at... Uh, it helps my blower back, actually. At Orlando. <laughs> we went to... We just went to a hotel, stayed in the hotel. Um, you make it sound like you went to the Holiday Inn Express. You went to like a resort. We Don't be all like, we just went to a hotel. Yeah, you know, we just went to like, the Motel you know, 6. Now, there we was went, anything wrong with that. We went to that. an extended stay hotel. Like, yeah. no, come on. <laughs> okay, so, so it was actually the Gaylord Palms, which... I mean, it's, it's, it's a very... For the, but for those who don't know... So the Gaylord Palms Hotel... Actually, Gaylord Palms is, is a chain of hotels. Yeah. I think there's another one. Well, when I mean chain, I think there's two. There's like maybe five at most. Or, or I don't even think there's... But a handful. A handful, yeah. Right. The one in Orlando is pretty massive. And it has like a inside atrium. Like it has an atrium that's like, I don't know, 10 acres. Wow. And it has like a jungle in it. Like it's it's really cool. It's very nice. Wow. But the pool area is like a theme. It's like a you don't need to go to Blizzard Beach. Like okay, it's, okay, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty legit. Like it's 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 very legit. Like I, I know a lot of times hotels are like, oh, come to our water park, and they have a pool and like a, a slide, uh maybe ten foot slide. Right. 
the, there was a site here that was eight stories tall. <gasps> yeah, that when I would go up to it, I'm like, <gasps> when I would get to the top, I'd be like, oh my God, is it really worth suiting ocho piso? <laughs> and it was, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was the slide that um, you, it's a straight down slide that mm-hmm. ends in the toilet bowl. You okay, know, okay, yes, 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 yes. But yes. it's the one that you stand on a platform and the platform comes under, comes oh, up for you. those terrify me. So, okay, so here's the thing. Tristan wanted to go on it. Okay. And he kept looking at it all weekend. He was okay to go on it. Yeah, he was. He was. Okay, because, okay. you know, he's eight, but he, you know, okay. he's like yeah, the he, size of a 10-year-old. No, oh, he's my size, yeah. So, yeah, he had the height height requirement. And um, there, the, the last day, he's like, okay, I'm going to risk my life and go on oh, it. Oh, my God. And I had already gone on it. And I'm like, okay. I'll, I'll go knew, on it again, right, right. and I'll, I'll go with you. And the reason I'm bringing this up is there's a teaching moment in this. Okay. So he was going up, and you could tell he was very nervous. Of you course. know, this is a... Well, it's his first, like, big-ass slide. Yeah, like, and yeah. again, it, even as a full-blown adult, whenever oye, I've done those slides... That, impresionante. That, that the thing under you opens up, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, just yeah. fall. It's a little, like, yeah. when you're anticipating, it's like, oh, my God, oh my God just do it already. Just get it over with Yeah. Um... And he kept looking and looking at it. And as we were getting to the top, yeah, there were there were a few kids his age or ages. Okay. Who he was like, Oh, is it really fast? And like, yeah, it's fast, but it's not scary. Like the scariest part is like when you first come out, like the kids were being very encouraging of That's him. That's good. And he kept looking at it and looking mm-hmm. at it and looking at it. And and I'm like, listen, you don't have to do something you're not comfortable with. Right. If you don't want to do it, we'll just go down. There's other slides to do. You've been on every freaking water slide here, and the other water slides you've been on were pretty like okay, they were they intense. Were very fast. Yeah, they were yeah, intense. Yeah. Again, these are not like little kitty slides. That's like ooey, you know. It's like these slides are like legit, right? Um, like they have a tube slide and all that. And I'm like, listen, you don't have to do something you don't want to do, right? Of course. And he's like, oh, but the other kids. I'm like, listen, there's gonna be moments <laughs> as yes. you get older that. Other kids are going to do something. Other teenagers are going to do something. Other adults are going to do something. Yes. And, you know, I, I made this into a teaching moment. Okay. As a parent does. So I mean, look, look, look at, at my parental look at being skills. a parent. Um, and um, I told him, look, you shouldn't do something you're not comfortable with. If you're not comfortable with now, you know what? Maybe tomorrow you come and you're like, I'm going to do it. Maybe it'll be right, next month. Right, Maybe right. it'll be next year. You do it when you do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I think I'm not ready yet. And I'm like, great. Then let's go downstairs. You know, let's go down the eight floors or seven <laughs> well, floors. Well, going down is easier than ones. going up. And I was like, great. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm proud of you that you you made the right decision for you. Right, right. right. So yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Well, he had a good time. That's what matters. What a good time. It's funny because for so many people or for like the nation at large, Memorial Day is like the beginning of summer. Yes, it is. And I'm like, summer what? Like, it's been summer here I since see. Can we have the Can we have the beginning of winter? Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> But it goes without saying, you know, Memorial Day is to think about those who have fallen, have fallen mm-hmm. and have, you know, died for our rights and privileges and way of life. So, yep. you know, thank you to, to them. But what I was telling you, and this is like something that, um, you know, in terms of conversation for the podcast, is that, you know, we hear so much now about inflation yeah. and about la economía. La cosa está mala. La cosa está mala. Cosa está mal. yeah. We're on the brink of recession, you know, all that stuff, which are, is very real because inflation is kicking all of our asses. Oh, yes, it is. Right? Not me because I drove in the Tesla. Okay, but that's the only thing that did not affect you, okay? <laughs> no, I know. Okay, I because. Know. But seriously, seriously, because I have an electric car, I'm kind of like, guess what? Um, 
No, seriously. Like I don't know. No, that was me hating you. I I, <laughs> I I know how much gas is because I see it in the news right, right. in the Today Show of like right, gas right. is at an all time high, and I'm like, oh, it is four sixty a gallon. Um, but I, it's not, I don't look at it. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so. The reason I bring that up is because the cosa está mala, la gente no tiene dinero, pero Orlando was packed to the really? brim. The, oh yeah, like back to normal. No, and more. Like really? I, I went to downtown Disney, mm -hmm. and it was when I tell you packed, it was like freaking calle ocho in there. You know, it it was you know when it's just a sea of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, coño, no está la economía mala aquí. Those are the things that I don't understand. And when, the, and the we hotel we were at, which again, is not a cheap hotel. At all. It was packed. You got a great deal, but packed, it's not a cheap hotel. Packed that um, when I was at the front desk, that I was talking to the lady in the front desk. She was telling me how, you know, oh, she was so happy the weekend was over because there were so many people that were overbooked. La pobre. That, and they were sold out right, and right. that were overbooked. I'm like, oh, you know this hotel you know it's not a cheap hotel it's not motel six right right, right. you know being pero sold out and i'm like wow está la economía mala? yeah I, that's what i don't understand i never understood that like you know you hear about all these like inflation and right. and, and and unemployment and, and then you turn around and it's people like you know just going down the aisles of target like you know grabbing everything yeah i mean I, you know, I was talking to you a minute ago. I remember that in like 2009, 2010, 2008, mm -hmm. when the economy really was bad, that we were in the Great Recession. Yeah. You really did see it. Like things were not as full as they no, used to be. No, people stopped doing things. Yeah. I also think that it's a combination of like, this is the first summer in two years. So people are just going to go. People are kind of back to yeah, normal yeah. in COVID, although COVID is still going. Um, sí, pero ya la gente puede salir. Right. right you right, could right. go outside. You go outside. So they're going to go outside. You could go outside. So there's something to be said for that. You know, I'm sure there's going to be an incline and then a plateau and then it's going to decrease. I mean, I guess there's also something to be said about the fact that you didn't go anywhere for two years. So in theory, you should have some money saved up. Right. Right. <laughs> right but, but, but you know what? It's really interesting because like I was actually watching on CBS Sunday morning. Drink. I say that so second nature, right? And you say it like <laughs> saying Tristan's name. Like saying my name. Like, yeah. Like, like, like so the other day, you know, me, Tristan, and CBS Sunday morning were at the park. <laughs> CBS Sunday morning is a tax write-off for me. It should <laughs> be. independent. It should um, be. Anyway, it should pay us something. So for I was watching CBS Sunday morning about national parks. Oh, okay. National parks have gotten so full, so full. That they're going to have to... No, they already started doing in like Arches National Park, mm -hmm. Yellowstone, Yosemite, like the more popular ones. Right. They're starting to do like a ticketing system. Like you have to make a reservation. You have to make a reservation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's free, but you have to make a reservation. Yeah. Reserve because, a time. Because they were saying that it, they're get, they get like... I think Arches National Park got like 10 million visitors if last year. Like McDonald's. Ar no, Arches <laughs> is the one that has like the rock um, formations that are like an arch. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, and I'm thinking like, okay, the national parks have been there for a while, for over a hundred years. A little bit. Right. They were, this is the learning section. They've been there for a minute. Of, um, yeah. Today's episode. You know who designated the national park? The national parks? I want to say it was Roosevelt, but I could be it wrong. It was. Okay. Teddy. Teddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt was the one who thought that our national parks, well, he's the one who passed, introduced the legislation to or bills them. to uh, make the national parks. Mm -hmm. And that eventually led to what we have today, the National Park Service. Right, right, right. So all that was the idea of Teddy Roosevelt, that our national parks should be preserved for 
future generations mm-hmm. that it's uniquely they're uniquely american and they should be you know they're cherished they're part of our country uh, of, our, of our fabric um and they should be preserved so this is these are things that have existed for quite some time and, people are just and now it's going. interesting i mean look they're, 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 they've always gone but it's just interesting that there's an in such a high influx in the last and this is not even covid related right because oh no everything's been wonky after covid right even before covid like the increase of people going to national parks has been a lot I actually think, um, I could be wrong, but I actually think a lot of it has to do with social media. In what sense? Because I think that with social media, when I mean social media, I mean like even back in the day Facebook, Mm -hmm. right? When Facebook was at its prime. I think that people, a lot of people who maybe are not into that think that, oh, national parks, I'm going hiking. Okay. Right. But then when you see like the beauty and the majesty of these parks, right. and you see that a lot of these parks are have cities nearby and have lodging that's accessible, yeah, yeah. that's like, oh, I could like stay in a hotel. And right. And drive, just, in some cases, drive my car. Like and drive like, my like, car right, literally right, through the through national the park. park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, get off, take the picture, take the picture that looks like you're there, you know. Right. Like you're roughing it. Right. And then you're done. But you're not. Right. I love those posts of Instagram versus reality. Have you seen those? That'll be somebody in like a very majestic, natural landscape. Uh And it's like beautiful, the perfect colors and like the music in the background. And then they flip the camera. And you see everything that went into it. A thousand people behind you waiting in line (laughs) to take that same picture. But I think probably that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's something to be said for, for doing it for the gram. As they say, there's a lot. To there's be a said. lot to be said for doing it for the gram, good and bad. Um, but hey, you know what? If it makes people want to get outdoors, then okay. Have you been Do to Yellowstone? Or I've you... never been to Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone is. I mean, it's. I've never been. Incredible. I've always wanted to. I don't know why we haven't gone. It is. It is incredible. Where I've we should oh, have gone during COVID. Where almost. I've always wanted to go is so I want to go to Yosemite, but I want to go specifically to the Roosevelt Gate. Mm-hmm. And then I, I want to go to South Dakota. I want to go to I want to go I want to go to Mount Rushmore, and I want to go to Montana. I really want to go to Montana. Why? Because <laughs> sorry, I, I was yawning. Okay. Like, First of all, there's parts of Mon- Montana that are an autobahn. Oh, that's true. No speed limit. But you know what's going to be bad, <clears throat> right? That if I'm in Montana and there's no speed limit, I'm probably going to, you know, rent a car. So it'll probably be like, I don't know. A Civic. Like, a Civic. <laughs> it'll probably be like, I don't know, a Chevy Cobalt. <laughs> you know? That does zero to 60 in five minutes. And I'll be like, oh, uh, crap. I'm in an Autobahn and this is what I have. You know what? But they probably have some type of, like, sports car rental in the area. All I needed to do was take my last car, the Charger, just That's take true. it over there. No, but they probably have some type of like uh, sports car experience, I'm sure. Because, it's probably more expensive. Well, okay, fair enough. But like they have that in Murphy, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they have it at the freaking Autobahn. And no, it, it, Montana's beautiful. And just, I, I really want to go to Montana. And I really want to go also to Montana. Do you know that the country's oldest Chinese restaurant is in Montana. It is? It is. Is this because of the railroad? I'm not sure how it got there. Um, <laughs> actually, where is it? I actually saw it on CBS love, Sunday morning, I love too. how you said that, though. Like, if it was imported. Like, you know, I don't know how it got there. Like, somebody dropped it off, and it grew from a seed. What? <laughs> no, because I was like, you know. Is it the... So, it's okay. the, the Peking 
Noodle Bar was opened in 1916. Okay. And it is in Boot, Montana. Boot? Yeah. And it was opened in 1916. And um, I actually saw it on CBS Sunday morning. Because, <laughs> drink two. This episode brought to you by. Uh, well, what's <laughs> what's different? This is true. This is true. Right? Like, um, we usually don't get them this back to back. Well, it's a special. It's a special it is, day. It is, it is. Um, they were actually talking about they they were doing a report on the Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. because it they they didn't know if they were going to survive during COVID. Oh shit, that's true. Yeah. So I just I really want to go there to go to that restaurant because it's like old school, and you don't even like Chinese food. Yeah. Well, I don't like Chinese American food. Well. I mean, at this point, I'm sure after 100 years, it's, you know, had its assimilation. No, because it's probably the real thing. As real as you can get in Montana. Listen, if they are the <laughs> oldest Chinese restaurant, then they are doing something right. Okay. In the all world. Right, all right. I'm all sorry, right. in the country. They're doing something right. right. They're still there. Right. Okay, fine. It's not in San Francisco. It's not in New York. It's in Montana. Okay, okay it's in Montana. I just hope they have honey garlic chicken. That's all. Really? I love me some honey garlic chicken. Oh. That's like, I hate... Um, the sweet and sour chicken with all that breading. Yeah, the breading is an issue, but like, oh, I love General Tso's chicken. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. It arroz frito. What oh, is it? What is it? Okay, let's talk about arroz frito for a minute. <laughs> this was definitely not planned. Going, Growing up, mm-hmm. and listeners, you know you have that family member. My mom makes arroz frito. Okay, what is it with people's ambition, especially Latin people... Except if you're Peruvian, porque Peruvians have like arroz chaufa, chaufa, chaufa right, which right. is arroz frito, right? It's arroz frito, but I like it even more. Like right, to right, me, right, right, right. chaufa is leaps and bounds right. better than your standard Chinese American fried rice. Okay, I can only speak to my mother, and my mother just likes to try recipes. Okay, so like my mother cooks things from all over. Okay, my father for years, and when I mean years, I mean decades. Okay. Has been wanting to do arroz frito. And he does arroz frito y de queda malísimo. Right? Because first of all, let, let's, let's deconstruct let's, the let's arroz frito. Let's dissect this. Okay. My dad cocina el pollo y le pone adobo. Or like, you, you know, Latin spices. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> and, ya empezaste mal. Ya empezaste mal. Empezaste con el pie And then I remember, like a few years, when I mean a few years ago, maybe five years ago. Okay, so recent. Yeah, that he was doing arroz frito. And I go, you know, you do arroz frito and you are missing... Probably the single most important ingredient in cooking any type of Asian food, mm-hmm. and that's sesame seed oil. <laughs> See, I don't know if my mother uses sesame seed oil. Right, but, but sesame I, seed but oil. But I know she uses like soy sauce and other. Right, but sesame seed oil <laughs> is an integral part mm-hmm. of just most Asian food, but right. specifically fried rice. Because sesame seed oil has a very, very distinctive flavor profile right. that, that that's what gives a lot of Asian food that, that, flavor, that flavor right so if you're cooking it with olive oil it's not gonna be the same thing I don't thing. know what oil my mom uses but she but, does but, she but, does but the reason I bring else. that up and that's why I, I would be interested to see what like listeners think I don't know why so many Latin people so many Cubans like want to take on the fried rice like voy a hacer arroz frito why not especially since that arroz frito is so freaking cheap right maybe that's why because they figure, like, if I screw it up, it didn't cost me too much money. No. I mean, cheap that they could buy it. <laughs> oh, 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 You could buy a tub of arroz frito. I thought you meant cheap I, to I make. I feel that arroz frito is not subject to inflation. It's like... 
You could still buy a tub that of arroz frito. Although, you know what? I used to, I don't know. I don't know because I used to think the same thing about the Little Caesars uh, pizzas and other like $6. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know, it's They're totally no five. subject to inflation. But not now. Just for a while. So, you know the world's finest chocolates? The ones we oh. all sold in school? Ahorita, that thing is a TikTok. Right. But I love how it's like... Oh, still a dollar. Still just a dollar. I'm like, well, right, yes. Right. Yes. I remember the one we used to sell was freaking thicker than that, like. That looked like, that was like the length of a Hershey bar. Yeah, yeah, length. Yes, the length of a Hershey bar. It was and thick. thick. It was right, like right, right, an right. inch thick. Now it's shorter and skinnier. Yes. It's like it's been on Atkins. Yes, but it's a dollar. It's I mean, still it's still a dollar. dollar. I mean, sure. But it's like if you got the old one and you sliced it in half. And like then chopped it off. Yeah. And like put it in a wrapper. So it's like, don't lie to us, world's finest chocolate. <sighs> But it's still a dollar. I bet it's so good. It is good. Especially the almond one. I love that they have more um, options than when we were growing up. I, I know, but no. I like the almond one. I like almond, but they have a dark chocolate But almond. you know what's great? When you get that one piece that has like three almonds. <gasps> Ooh, you get so excited. Yes. That's when it's like, okay, the dollar is fine. Just Or the opposite, when you get a piece that doesn't have an almond. Because the jamenda no son barata. Yeah, but it's so good. It is good. It is so good. Like now I want one. That, that's it's funny because I got one thing. Oh, uh, last year, whenever it was before COVID, Tristan brought a box, and I'm like, we need to dispose of that quick because I see myself buying the whole box. Yeah, you're just gonna be like, here's fifty dollars. So I literally went to my office, and you know, my office is an office. Building, oh, you just went office and by I went office. knocking floor by floor. I'm like, you're buying my kids chocolate. Look. <laughs> It's just easier to pay the $30 and call it a day. That's like, you know, when the poor Girl Scouts are in front of Publix, I'm like, stop. Stop, you're going to kill me. Because... I can't say no. I can't say no to a Samoa. No, I can't. Aren't Samoa's amazing? I love Samoa's. I love Samoa's and the the peanut butter ones. I love... Like, those are my favorites. They have the lemon one. Oh, my God. It's so good. The one that I don't really care for is the Thin Mint. It's all right. A lot of people lose their mind No, I don't like chocolate and mint together. No, like when I go, if, if I go somewhere to eat and like after, you know, instead of like una menta, they have like the chocolate mint. I'm right. like, that's okay. But Samoa, Samoa's, Samoa's to me are up there with what I always tell you listeners, you would enjoy this, is Colombia's gift to earth. Pan de bono. El pan de bono. Oh my God. El pan de bono makes you, I say. Pan de I'm bono like, exists in Nirvana. I'm like, pan de bono is... When you have pan de bono, it's like God exists. Because oh, it's proof. Because a human could have not no, come up with no. something Mm-mm. so perfect. There's no right? way. Because if pan de bono on the outside is floury and dry, but it's, it's it, has squishy. A bit, it has a bit of a crust, but not a hard crust. Right. It's still it's a bounce. But inside, it's, it's so gooey, but not like, it, you know, it's, wet. It's not liquidy. Right. Right. And the cheese is like infused in the bread. So when you bite it, you have this momentary crunch that's soft. And as you're biting it, you're getting the flavor of the cheese. And then when you get in the middle, it's soft. Watching you describe this, I wish I had recorded this. Because <laughs> listeners, I love listeners, I think that this is probably how some women felt reading like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> like that's the look on his face when describing the pandewono. Like a warm, <laughs> yeah. soft pandewono. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love Colombia. <laughs> que viva Colombia. They gave us pandewono, Shakira, and Maluma. What's not I mean, like? What's, what's not like? like? Yeah. <laughs> We're on a roll. 
So anyway, well, you know, we had to after last week's episode. Uh, we yes. had we, we had to liven it up, lighten it up just a little bit. So you it's know? June first. Happy Happy Pride, Pride Month. Happy, Happy Pride. Now month. everything is a rainbow. Everything is rainbow. You go to sleep. Last night you went to sleep. June first you woke up. Okay, so you know bam. what I absolutely love about like, in the last couple of years of Pride Month is that I gotta I gotta bring in Mariah Carey here. Okay. How I love how every year Mariah's like, oh my God, I have Pride merch coming out. And I'm like, it's the same merch, just the rainbow. It's the rainbow album. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rainbow album tease, right? <laughs> right, because for those of you who don't know, in 1999, Mariah Carey had an, uh, an album called Rainbow. It's the album that has Thank God I Found You, yes. um, Heartbreaker. One of my favorites, Ex Girlfriend. Right. Oh, yes. Uh, heartbreaker, you know. Um, and in the cover of the album, it's that, I guess you could say, iconic picture of her yeah. that they spray painted a rainbow on her. It's kind like of Like her and the wall. Yeah, it's kind of artsy. It, it, the rainbow kind of looks like, like when you go to the fair. Yeah. And you get a t-shirt that's been airbrushed with the rainbow. Right. That, that look. Yeah. yeah. And it's a cool picture. But it's funny because, like, especially in the last several years that, like, Pride merch is, right, really, is a thing, is right? A thing, right? Like, I just love that. Like, her team probably was like, "Well, we were kind of ahead of the curve." They just go back to that tour, and they just go and dust off the boxes. But I know that, that shit. she's like, "Oh, I have Pride merch coming out," and it's literally the picture recycled of the, the, the front cover and the back because of the back. Yeah, cover, yeah, the back cover is. Back. Right, right. It's those pictures on a bug, <laughs> on a t-shirt, on a tote bag, on a tote bag, on a towel, and it's like. I mean, I mean, sure, sure, sure. sure why sure, not? So why and not? then, like her new merch, it's like, oh, this year she has a hoodie. <laughs> oh, so she'll just release like a new item, right? Like last year there wasn't a hoodie, but it's the same damn picture. But it's the same damn picture. Okay. You know, maybe they probably tweak the colors or whatever. right. Like now it has the, the trans colors too, right? Right or, or whatever. Knows, right, but, right. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but I love it. It's like same old picture, Mariah. That so, is wonderful. That is wonderful. So, yeah. I'll have rainbows and Skittles everywhere you go. Yes, except for State Farm. Why? Oh, you didn't hear what, state, what happened with State Farm? No, what happened with State Farm? So, State Farm, like a good neighbor, State Farm hates gays. Um, so, I'm exaggerating, but I'm Cuban. It's what we do. So, they, um, State Farm was actually going to be part of a school book program called, and I'm looking for it now because I do have the article, um, it was gonna. It's called the Gender Cool Project, which is to help give LGBTQ books to schools, community centers, and libraries. But they re, they rescinded that partnership, and in an email to employees, the insurance company canceled the partnership, saying that quote conversations about gender and identity should happen at home with parents. End quote. Echoing language that's been used in like all of the recent you know bills and things like that. So. Um, you know, they, they had told their employees about it in January. It's a small partnership. It was just going to be six agents in Florida giving books to organizations. You know, it's like, it, it was, it was a very small thing, but then, you know, they, they rescinded it and they didn't really give much more of a reason other than that quote. Um, you know, they that, probably got some type of, but they of course got some type of blowback and, and feedback or feedback. Well, they know. got blowback after they took it, but they probably got some no, type of no, no, pressure. No, no, they got, from... no, they got blowback after when they did it. Right. Right. When they announced it, let's say right. from, from conservative, you know, right wing and you know, what have you. But then on the flip side to balance life, you know, we have Mattel, which said, you know what, State Farm, it's okay. We're going to release the Laverne Cox Barbie doll. 
Oh, yeah, I saw that uh, <laughs> on the Today Show the other day. So it's like, you don't want them to read about it? Don't worry, boo, I got you. Here's a trans woman, a black trans woman doll available at all retailers. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty, to have a doll of you, no matter who you are. I would love it. To have a doll of you. Yes. Well, because it means that, like, if, if Mattel decides that they're going to make a doll of you, you've you've you've, you've arrived, you've, you've, you've arrived. made an impact, you've done something, right? You've made some type of impact. Like that would be because we're talking, you know, with Laverne Cox specifically, right? And a lot of the dolls that that Mattel makes in that Barbie like celebrity line, mm-hmm. they're not. It's not like when they're making an action figure of you, right? Because okay. If you're one of these people who's in the MCU movies, yeah, they're going to make a toy of you. They're going to make an action figure. But it's really but it's of the character. The character, right. No, these are of you. Yeah. You yeah. Know? No, I, I saw her the other day or a couple of days ago in the, in the Today Show. And um, when when they were talking about that, I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's a really big deal. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, not that I have a vast knowledge on all the dolls that Mattel has made of celebrities, <laughs> but I would imagine that that's a very small... It's a smaller club than uh, you'd yes, think, yeah. It's, it's, it's a yeah. small club. Yeah. Um, so that's very, like, well, good for Mattel and good for Laverne Cox. Yeah. I didn't realize Laverne Cox was 50. Really? Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure State Farm probably buckled under some type of... <laughs> of course. Whatever. Of course they did. Um... But it's funny to me because it, it's Jake from State Farm. That's right, Jake. So I don't know if you've noticed. I did because during the pandemic, we were all stuck at home watching TV all day long. And they actually have a commercial where there's this one person. I can't remember the name. So Jake from State Farm gets a visit from the the pizza delivery person. And mm-hmm. I can't remember what the name is, but it's a very ambiguous name. Mm-hmm. And the way that the person... <laughs> let's say Pat, but it's not Pat. It's something more modern. Where, um, the way that the person is dressed is very like just gender neutral right of red polo and khakis. no 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 no, not jake the delivery person right is is dressed like i i believe the person may be biologically female but there's no there's no indication right. one or the other so when i first i remember first seeing that commercial and thinking wow this is this is interesting because it felt like they were going the route of we're gonna have a non-binary person we're not gonna mention it it's not gonna become a thing but if you know you know or or you can pick up on it and interpret it however you want and then they do this, which it, it seems to me like the pendulum swing, because this was much more blatant than having this character in, you know, in, in their commercial. Which actually they brought the, the character back. They're the character and Jake are at a baby shower. I they probably got some type of yeah pushback or criticism from some someone some conservative who, group who has a stake in State Farm, you know, um, yeah. because especially. <clears throat> I, I feel that a company like that, you know, insurance is something that's a little bit, I think, harder to boycott. Like, let's say that you're really like, screw State Farm. We're, we're boycotting State right. Farm. I think insurance is something that's a little bit harder. Well, you can go to farmers. You can, but, <laughs> but it's but it's something that like... Most people aren't just going to go right, and but, but, but it's also something that a lot of people, especially that are younger, are right. not necessarily like... I'm going to go to State Farm for my insurance, or I'm looking at my insurance. It's something usually that it's... It's a, a, it's more price-driven, too. Right, and it's a little bit of an older mm-hmm. demographic. Um, you know, and a lot of times, I, I think that a lot of these pride messaging and all that, mm-hmm. I, I do think it's for everybody, but it, it's probably geared at younger people. Yeah, but you also remember that, you know, you've got this whole older generation that is becoming older and has a lot of buying power. That didn't exist because, as I've mentioned before, you know, we essentially lost an entire generation. Right, but, to but, AIDS. but but there's a lot, but there's a lot of 
merchandise that is for younger. Oh people. no, no, sorry. But I'm talking. I'm just talking about like the the State Farm situation of like the you know. Oh no, I'm talking about merchandise. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, I, I, I was know, talking about like if, if you if you do something where you know actually any actually, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna even push on that because I think that there's a lot of older older gays you know members of the LGBTQ plus community that because now they're older and they didn't have that as as a kid like they're gonna buy the stuff now because you think they're gonna buy the Pride Jordans. Maybe not the Pride Jordans, but they'll, they'll go to Target and buy a Pride, you know, shirt because it didn't exist when they were 15. And even if it had, they probably wouldn't have worn it because it was a different time. And now Disney, I also read that Disney is doing the official Pride collection because before their Pride merch was a lot more subtle. It was just, oh, uh, accidental rainbows. Oh, really? <laughs> that sounds like the name of an album. That sh- actually, that might be the follow-up to Mariah's rainbow album. Accidental <laughs> rainbows. <laughs> It'll give her new merch. That is true. It'll give her new merch. Right? Right. But now it's like specifically like the Walt Disney or you know or whatever Pride, Pride collection, whatever collection. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, boo for State Farm, yeah. but they right now with this whole don't say gay thing and the grooming and the indoctrination and all that um, allegations. It, it, you know, I feel that a lot of times, whether you're a company or even a public figure, it, it's sort of like damn if you do and damn if you don't. Because I'm sure there's probably some public figures and companies that just it's it's not even that they don't want to take a stand on it, but it's kind of like you know I'm well, in my corner here. Yeah, uh, I'm an insurance company, right? You know, right, at the end of the day, right? right I'm an insurance company, right. but I think that what's frustrating with them is that they overtly were going to do something, right? But then they rescinded it right right if they probably wouldn't have just done something nothing would have come of it right right right. so and so that tells you that they got some type of but i will say you know you know where i stand on this whole because you know we have this conversation every june 1st where it's like pride shouldn't be commercial we shouldn't have all this merch and i'm from both sides right like because it's like pride is not about i'm like listen what does it mean it means that we've become recognized and we are Acknowledge from a company standpoint, that means that we have value, even if it is literal value, right? But what I will say is these are the things that you have to keep an eye on, right? Because if you do, if you're going to walk the walk, you better talk the talk, mm-hmm. right? Like if Nike's going to put out, you know, a Rainbow Air Jordans or whatever, and then turn around and do something like this, yeah, you need to know about that because, okay, fine, don't give them your money. Mm-hmm. You know, give it to ASICs or whomever, right? But well, that's like, for example, the criticism they used to have of Disney prior to this whole don't say gay debacle here in Florida. I, I think it was a fair criticism because Disney would, on one on the one hand, um, have an unofficial Pride collection, yeah, but and Gay like, Days, which was unofficial, uh, the meeting, right, right, and, right? And 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 Disney did take a lot of strides as a corporation, right? That right. they were, I think, one of the first American corporations where you can put the be- your benefits yeah ben- your, your same-sex partner for your benefits mm-hmm. uh they were like a pioneer in that which is great but they also were as we know contributing to campaigns of politicians right. that were not the friendliest to lgbt right. issues and now, in my fairness underst- they were doing it from a business perspective, i understand it's not, from a business right, perspective right. but still but you can't have your cake and eat it too right which is the stupidest saying on earth because, oh, why wouldn't i right but but the point is you can't have your cake and eat it too right you right. can on one hand be like yeah 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 be who you are we and, love you right and, and here's millions hand, of dollars okay we're supporting for our company value you know for our company benefit we're supporting somebody who's gonna shit on you right right, right. so i and i think that's a fair criticism and i think the over over 
com- commercialization, uh, not only of pride, but just anything. Everything. Over over commercialization <laughs> is definitely a fair criticism of anything. Right. But I but I, I mean, we discussed this last year. I I think there's something to be said when you do see a big corporation like a Nike. Right? right, having a pride collection. I do think there's something to be said about that kid who's in middle school, who you know is figuring out who he is, right. who you know it feels you know it's everything you feel when you're everything. figuring out who you mm-hmm. are, what you are, what you aren't, and sees such a huge because it's not only that. Like for example, a Nike is a big brand, right? LL Bean is a big brand, right? <laughs> right. But the difference between LL Bean <laughs> and Nike and well, no, you know, all of those middle schoolers right. love the LL and Bean n- nothing catalog. Against LL Bean, it's great quality. <laughs> Right? right, but there's a cool factor to right. having Jordans. Right. That's what the cool kids wear. You know, right. there's a cool factor to these shoes or whatever it is. Yeah, there's something. There's something to be said for again walking into Target and seeing a T-shirt with you know drag queens on it. Yeah, available for sale at Target. At like, Target. like there's something to be said for that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We know things can feel overwhelming from jobs to family to relationships, even finances. And despite the stigma from Hispanic families about airing our dirty laundry, we can all use someone to talk to during those moments of stress. Well, we're here to remind you that there's no shame in admitting that you need to speak with someone to work towards improving mental well-being. That's where BetterHelp comes in to, well, help. A customized online therapy provider, they offer therapy options on your time, whether it's via phone, video, text, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours, based on what you're experiencing to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. Everyone deserves to be happy, and BetterHelp has helped millions take their first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Bueno, I kind of wanted to bring something up, like... We're going into 
darker territory here. Well, you know. So, I mean, look. Drag uh, queens of all known tragedy. <laughs> get the right now. Um, I think that, um, you know, last year, last year, last week, we talked about the school shooting in um, in Texas. And, you know, a week later, this is still. Has it only been a week? Jeez. Yeah, it's been a. Th- you know why? Because there's so many shootings now. Like a week and a half before, it was at the supermarket in Buffalo. That's true, so then in California. It, yeah. It's it's kind of like, wait, what, what? Who, yeah. where, what? Um, and then, as we said earlier, the long weekend, Metiento Trofocal with time. Yeah. Um, so it's been a week. And this past week, we heard a lot about the 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 issue with the police and the timeline yeah uh which just the lack of response essentially heart. um and there's there's still an investigation going on to that with that so i you know um we still don't know 100 percent what happened obviously we there know was enough to gross right gross miscalculation and there were a lot of bad decisions that were made I didn't get wrong, guys. right in in by the police department but, which I was mentioning to you last week because you were here, um, we were prepping for our um, our oh, yeah. Pim Pampoyo a pop up when the, the press chief conference of police happening. was happen- speaking about the police intervention or lack thereof, right, and all that. And there's definitely an a, an investigation that well is happening and needs to get involved. I think the FBI should get involved in this, and there's definitely. There definitely has to be accountability with Hell what yeah. happened. But as I was telling you, that's terrible. What right. happened with the police? That's, that's and there were definitely lives in that addition could have been to saved, right. right? Because of what happened with the police, right? But let's not forget what the issue here what right, right. started. That, all of that's this. another layer. That's not the issue at hand. So last week, I I was very vivid on my opinion on. You know, guns and how I didn't, I wasn't raised around that. And I am not, it's not something I care for, but I understand it's a right. And, you know, something that we sort of like about our show, well, sort of know we enjoy about our show is that, you know, we, we have a lot of fun and we laugh, but, you know, we do talk about very heavy subjects sometimes and subjects that are very multi-layered. And we actually do enjoy having feedback and, Something I've always we've said, read many of your feedback. On some, something that I've always said is that I love a healthy debate. Unfortunately, we no longer live in a time where you can have a reasonable debate with people. But that's what Twitter's for—debating. Right? Well, you could have a reasonable debate with people, and you could have very different points of view. Um, but have a reasonable debate. And we actually got a message from a listener. Not this even week. a debate, a discussion. A discussion. You're right. We actually got a, um, a a DM from a listener this week regarding my statements about okay. um, that I made last week, and I thought that this listener, you know, I don't agree with a lot of what the listener said, but I thought this is the type of conversations we should be having, okay. right? And it was a very reasonable, and um, it wasn't full of it just was like sort exclamation of, it was marks. sort of refreshing to hear somebody you know who has a different take than what you do. You know, explain ex- and not attack. Right. So, you know, um, I said what I said last week. So this is what our listener responded, and and I want to share it with you guys because at the yeah. end of the day, it's about discussions. So, and I haven't heard this. So, so he's like, "Hey, dude, I want to talk about the gun stuff. The stuff." 
Not trying to troll, you, troll or piss you off in any way. I know you have your opinions because you're genuinely a, you're you're a genuinely good person, and I think we actually agree on a lot. But I disagree with you on some stuff. You mentioned three problems causing mass shootings: mental health, which he agrees, no age restriction, which he agrees on, and gun culture in America. And this is where he disagreed on with me. First, your characterization was very cartoonish. This is what the, the what I said about people with guns. Yes, yeah, like the, the Christmas cards. Was very cartoonish, yes. Well, I'm sure those people exist, right, the people with the Christmas uh, cards exist. They are the extreme rarity within gun culture community. The vast majority of gun culture folks are very multifaceted human beings like everyone else and are in no way responsible for mass shootings. That's like saying car guys are responsible for vehicular homicides. You also asked what someone's gun could do against the US military, and you don't see that as a legitimate and that you don't see that as a legitimate reason for owning a gun. Because as you recall, last right. week I mentioned, you know, that a lot of people who have guns um, have guns because they say, well, you know, in Cuba, the first thing they did was right, take right. away the guns. And, you know, the, if the U.S. ever revolts against you, you know, we have our guns to protect ourselves. Right. And we said from, good luck when they show up with a tank. Right. And right. I'm like, well, right. but yeah, right. you could have a lot of guns, but you're speaking about the most sophisticated right. military in the world. But so that's what I said. So he says, I don't think that's the only reason guns are are a constitutional right. Hunting and home protection are side benefits. Protection against a, tyrann, a, a tyrannical? tyrannical government is the only legitimate reason for the Second Amendment because tyrannical... Ty tyrannical? Why can't I say ty tyrannical today? A word that I could always say... <laughs> I think I think you used up all of your your syllables on over commercialization. Right, that's and why you're done. It, it's <laughs> the pandemono. The pandemono yeah, sent me on the yeah, wrong way. Yeah. Um, so he goes on to say, uh, governments which are most evil, oppressive, and murderous entitles um, entities this planet has produced. For example, uh, Rome, Hitler, um, North Korea, um, Cuba. Any check against a tyrannical government. Um, is absolutely necessary for a functioning democracy. Not that we're a functioning democracy, but theoretically speaking. It's not about defeating the U.S. military. It's about the government knowing that there will be a fight if shit hits the fan. So keep that shit well away from the fan. A good government is a government that is terrified of its people, not the other way around. Thanks for listening, and thanks for talking about real shit um, and silly shit on your podcast. So... I actually love that last sentence though. What? Like the government should be afraid of its people, not the other way around. I kind of, I kind of like that. Yeah. Sentiment yeah. in in the sense that so, you know. So. So I I'll, I will say something. I I I get where he's coming from at least with the initial. So like, to our <laughs> listener, first of all, thank you, thank you. Yeah. You know, uh, as I said you know, before, I read this. Sometimes we don't agree on things, but right. these type of discussions are very important to, discussions to have. And nowadays, we just yell at each other. You know, you're an idiot. You're a racist. Drop Mike. You like Trump? Go to hell. Go to hell yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it's like we, we can't have a dialogue. Right. Right. Um, and yeah. so I appreciate that comment. No, absolutely. I think there's truth to what he was saying in the sense of the you know the 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 depiction, the cartoonish depiction. Um, so I get where he's coming from, but I guess not to, not in your defense, but you know it really does become what we've said I think many times, which is most people I think fall somewhere in the middle, and yet 
what we get in social media is always lo extremo. Right, the you people know, with the gun Christmas cards. Right, the gun Christmas cards, but then, you know, you get they the other... toddler with a gun. Right, but then you also, you know, then the far left also has the people on there who are just like, you know, you'll never define my gender and I will never... Like, you know, it, it, it's this like... Right. You, you know, over here or over there. And, and most people probably are in the middle. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. as a shorthand, we wind up going, you know, everybody's guilty of this with the cartoonish exaggeration. That's a fair point. That, that we see more often than not. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't think that he brought up invalid points, shall we say. Um, I still I still kind of think that, like, you know, I, you know, at the end of the day, the U.S. government can, you know, use a stealth bomber and... <laughs> And knock you out. Um, well, look, I think. The, I think. <laughs> but, the, I think. But, but I see. I see where he's coming from. Is what the, I'm the, what he said, especially about me making a comment about gun owner, the cartoonish comment. I understand that. I agree. You know, maybe I. I was. You were painting week. with a wet brush. Right. Right. I made a, a very generalized statement. You know, because I. It's a lot of times you things you don't understand. You don't assess properly and guns are something i don't understand i i as i said last week i I feel very uncomfortable around them i have absolutely no interest in them the only gun i've ever held in my life was a nintendo gun in duck hunt yeah and then the dog would laugh at you yeah and honestly i did what everybody else did i stood right in front of the tv touching the tv (laughs) you did that of course i did i'm like take that duck (sighs) cheater anyway um no seriously speaking um but i but that's me right Mm -hmm. and and he is right i mean I, I in I've heard of people that I know or well, we know in conversation. We, we know people very but, well. But people in conversation have told me that they have a weapon, and I'm like, really? I wouldn't have thought that you had a weapon. Mm-hmm. Why? Because all of us are have certain biases, and I'm thinking like, oh, but you are like a very open-minded, progressive person. Like, why do you have right. a gun? Right? Because even me, that Mister, like, I don't have any biases. Even I have we biases, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I think that a gun owner. Looks and talks boxes. a certain way mm-hmm. when they don't, right? right, right. So he is right. Like, th- I I think the vast, vast, vast majority of people that own guns um, do so responsibly, you know. For valid reasons. You know, check all the check marks, right, right, right. all the points that they have to do to get a gun. And I'm sure that they are, they take that responsibility very seriously mm-hmm. um of course yes we have the cookie you know yeah. the the there's always one local the, the dudes out there yeah. that you know have their taking their christmas cards with all these guns that i'm kind of right. like oh my gosh nothing is, nothing says happy birthday to our lord and this savior it's like an snl parody right and it's right, not right um so so in that essence i he he is right he is right and i think that but we all do it i that, mean that doesn't make it right but the people that do do these mass shootings um are not they're not your average gun owner because your average gun owner takes this very seriously yeah. right and they take the the they take the steps they have to take to make sure their weapons are secure and yeah and and all that um so in that aspect i agree with him 100 in terms of the government I agree with the sentiment that the government should be right. I, terrified. I, I, I don't know if I would use terrified, <laughs> but <laughs> but know that the power is in the people. Right, right, right. right. A government of the people. Right, right. right. By for, the people. By the people for, of the people. Right, right. right. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't use the word terrified, but I agree with the sentiment. Right. And I guess you can make the argument that knowing that your citizens are armed or can be armed 
may have a certain, you know, psychological effect on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think that if it if it came down to the gun owners of America versus the United States government, you know, I'm sorry, a little, military, right, right, right. Uh, it's an uneven fight, right, right. Um, but but I agree that I agree with the overall sentiment. Right. Um, so I actually think that we weren't that off on on a lot of things. No, no, because to me. The biggest problem in this, and again, this is a very complicated issue. And complicated issues do not have easy solutions. If it was easy, it would have already been solved. I don't think that legislation alone is going to fix the issues we have here with guns and mass shootings. I don't, right? Hmm. I don't think that at all. But as I said last week, and I will say it again. There is nobody on this earth that can convince me that a civilian needs an AR-15 or a semi-automatic weapon. There's nobody. There's nobody. There, there, there isn't because I, 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 you know, like many people, I, I did a lot of, you know, reading mm-hmm. on this in this past week. And um, I saw a lot of things. You know, one of my favorite people right now in government is Ruben Gallego. Do you know who he is? <laughs> I think we spoke about him. He, yeah, we have. He's he's a Democrat. Um, but he's, he's the one Arizona. that called. He's the one that calls out the Democrats on their bullshit. I'm being. Uh, uh, yeah, at times. Like, like he called. He, like, like for example, he's one of these right, people right. that he he said he was on Bill Maher a few weeks ago or a couple mm. months ago. He's like, look, I'm I'm Latin. His right. name is Ruben Gallego, right? right, right, right. Um, and I'm not gonna call be called Latinx. If you want me to call you, his exact words were like, "If you want me to call you Latinx, I will call you Latinx because I'm not an asshole." <laughs> but I don't care for the term, right. right? Which I was like, wow, you know, you, you were very honest, right. whether you agree with him or not, you were very honest. Right. Which so, okay, we're thinking of the same person. People in, in politics are... Yeah, they go by the script. Right. So he said something this week, which, you know, we kind of all know, but he he presented it very, very eloquently because he is, he is from the military. I believe he was in the Marines. Mm-hmm. And okay, so he knows what he's talking about. A lot of people make the argument against N4 that 18 is too early to have a gun, mm-hmm. right? Which I do think it's too early. To but the counter to that is that if you're old enough to go to the military and handle a gun. Right, right. But this is what he said, and this is very true. To enter the military, you have to have a, a background check. Yeah. Screenings galore. A psychological evaluation. Yep. You have to go through a waiting period. Then once you've gone through over all those hurdles. Right. right? <laughs> then you go to training. Then you, you go have to, boot to camp. have a proper training. Right. You go to boot camp. Yeah. Right. You have to have a proper training. That not Even after all those hurdles, there's people who don't make the training. Right. Don't go through the boot camp. Right. And then after all of that, when you are given the weapon, that weapon has to be locked and it's accounted for. Right. And everything is accounted for. Every piece of ammunition. Right. You know, the yeah, serial it's number not, of that. It's not you join the army, here's your gun, go flight. Boom, 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 boom. Right, 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 right. So, and this is for an 18-year-old, right? So, somebody who joins the military has all these protocols that they have to go through right. to be the 18-year-old with a gun who can die for his country. Right. But the 18-year-old who's a civilian right. can just go buy one. Right? So, I... I there's a massive disconnect. They're, they're, yes, they're, yeah. they're, those are two completely different things. But right? they're similar. Huh? 
they're, they're, they're handled differently, but at the end of the day, it's a very similar situation. Well, yes, it's an 18-year-old with a gun. Right, right, right. That's what right. I'm saying. But they're handled right. very differently. Right, because also a a person who decides to enter the military, mm-hmm. they're making the decision to enter the military at 18. Right. Right? This is a conscious decision that they want to ent- do, mm-hmm. right? To serve their country, whatever their decision right. is. Right. But I, I, I may be naive for this, but I really do believe that people that join the military are doing it for the greater purpose. They're doing it to serve their country. I mean, some are also doing it for, for college purposes. Right, and, but and... to serve your country. Because there's other ways that you could get your college paid for mm-hmm. that doesn't involve you joining the actual military. Right. I mean, yes, there may be a very negligible amount of people that don't, but I really do think that something as as, um, it's as the intensive. commitment yeah. and the intensity of joining the military, I mean... You really have to, to want it. You, yes, you really have to be committed to it right right right, right? right. in every way shape or form so i think that if you're an 18 year old and you're joining the military and you go through all these hurdles and all these tests and all these evaluations and all these screenings okay you're you do have the you do have now the privilege and right right um of using this gun or weapon right oh and but afterwards we also screen you for like ptsd right so even after even if you were fine when you went in Right. And you're not when you left. Right. Right. And that's not to say things don't happen. That's what I'm saying. That's right. what I'm getting at. That's right. Not right. to say right. that things don't happen because there's been a lot of issues and things that have happened and violence that has happened with people in the military and people that have PTSD. So that's not to say things don't happen. Right. Right. But again, when you're telling me, well, an 18 year old could die for his country. So, you know, he should be allowed to own a gun. Right. But an 18 year old doesn't show uh, up and go to Afghanistan in, in 24 hours. Right. Right. There's right. a process right. to that. Right. right, so you can buy a semi-automatic weapon, but you can't have a beer. Right, you can't rent a car, <laughs> as we said. Yeah, right, and 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 several other things. Right. So, eight, you're 18 years old. We were in high school when we were 18. I just I, like that, that's something I think about. I was a senior in high school when I was 18, so I was like, I could have owned, you know, uh, an, an arsenal. Right? There's nobody that's going to convince me that a civilian needs an AR-15. Is banning AR-15s the solution? Only do that and do nothing else? No. But I think it's a start. Because when you have all these mass shootings that have been done with the same weapon... There's, yeah, there, only, there, there's a common denominator. There's only a handful of mass shootings. I think Virginia Tech was with a handgun. Um, but most of them, the overwhelming amount of them, have been with an AR-15. Right. Um, and again, it's a weapon that you, it, it's not your average weapon that, you know, it's a concealed weapon that you have for, for protection. Right. You're not right? taking it to go hunting. You're not taking it to go hunting. That is, that weapon was designed for military use, for, for killing, for killing right, another right, right. human living thing. Right. right? right. So we're letting 18 year olds or anyone for that matter, but specifically mm-hmm. like an 18 year old, 19 year old, you know, like carry an AR-15. You can't rent a car. You can't rent the, you know, Chevy Cobalt that you could go drive in Montana. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but you can have... But you could have this weapon, right? right? There's nobody that's going to convince me that, that. And if you think that banning a certain type of weapon is an infringement on your Second Amendment right, then you need to read Supreme Court case law and you really need to understand 
and know the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Because, again, you know, no, no rights are... are, are, uh, are again, again, are, I, I say this for? all the time. And, and I hate saying this because I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, I went to law school, so I'm the <laughs> constitutional scholar. Yeah, I did go to law school, and I busted my ass, and I took two years of constitutional law. Right. And, and so you've I, read these cases. Right, and right. I've read these cases, and I like right. these cases. So when I tell you, you know, and, and again, I'm not the expert. I'm not the <laughs> expert. Well, you're more but, of an expert than I am. Right, but I, I think I have an understanding of this more than a lay person, right? right? Even the, the bill, the, the your rights in the Bill of Rights, the first 10 amendments of the Constitution, right. they're, not they're not absolute right. They're not absolute rights. Right. There is limitations to all of them, including freedom of speech, right? Right? Right, defamation is not which you know we'll get to Amber Hearst and <laughs> Amber Johnny, and Johnny Depp, Depp, yeah. in a second. Defamation is not covered in the Constitution, right? Defamation, people, is not just a fancy word that you know you use against um, a, a newspapers and media outlets. Defamation means publishing something and it could be something published orally or written, right? That's okay. the difference between libel and slander. Libel, cual cual. A, Libel's verbal, right? It's a, a written and slander speaking. Oh, slander, um, slander. So a libel and slander that all falls under defamation, mm -hmm. right? That's not freedom of speech, right? Because freedom of speech has limitations, right. just like the good old fire in a movie theater, right? right? That is not freedom of speech. Hate speech is not freedom, um, of, speech. freedom of speech. So there's a lot of limitations to even the most important and biggest rights that you have mm -hmm. so banning a certain type of weapon you can still get all, you can still get the other ones the weapons i have that is not an infringement on your rights people right. you know all the constitutional right. scholars out there that got their mm -hmm. you know well i mean these are also the same people who are saying that you know well it's okay i mean you can still get an abortion three days after you know you're pregnant Right. It's still available. Right. And these are also the people that are it's still infectious available. disease experts. But right. you know, <laughs> but we're not going to go down that road now. Um, like it's, the monkey box. It's, it's not an infringement on your constitutional rights. It's it's not. It's not. So stop being like, oh, you know, you can't impede on my rights. They're going to take, you know, my guns away. No, no, no. They're not going to take your precious guns away. Like, I, I, as I've said, I don't care for guns. I would not take people's guns away, you know, mm -hmm. because that is in our constitution. It is a right that you have, you know, whether you like it or not. I, I've always said this. Right. I believe but no, that, the, but the rights are not absolute. I believe that the Bill of Rights are it's a package. You're you can't pick and choose. You have to be you 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 have to take the leap. You're in it for for all. That's right. True. Not for like, well, I don't agree with this and I don't agree with that. So, I mean, obviously, again, mental health is a big aspect here, right? But the problem with mental health is that the same people now without making this a political too political right which it, sh which it is the same people right now that are advocating oh this is a mental health issue mental health are the same ones who cut health, mental health funding. are the same ones that then when their budget uh, cuts cut mental health programs right so, so what's it that they right is it a problem or isn't it what's it gonna be right so i mean again this is a very multi-layered problem this doesn't have a simple solution right. you know nothing again nothing that is complicated has a simple solution there's a very multi-layered problem but we just live in a world now where or in a country you know we do it for the soundbite where this is just the norm and let me ask you this as somebody you know because 
I like to get your take on things a lot of times because I, I just in the tendency of who I am, I get very involved in things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and things. So sometimes I like to hear from a mere mortal. <laughs> You know, because because thank you for deigning us from Mount Olympus. No, because, you know, the mere mortals. Because I feel like you are a good gauge of that because you're not a disconnected person, mm-hmm. right? That you have no idea what's going on, right? Right. I feel like you know what you need to know and you move on. Well, yeah, right. Um. So sometimes I think those are the best people to gauge. Do you think? Yeah, that, like I'm not gonna sit and watch CNN for eight hours like you do. Do you think that? No, dude, I'm watching CBS Sunday Morning. Only on Sundays. No, 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 no. You know why? <laughs> CBS Sunday Morning has a very comprehensive YouTube oh, channel. Oh, okay. So you could okay. go and watch old. Okay. But I've seen them all. <laughs> so for you, it's just repeats? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so funny the other day when I when I told you a little off topic. <laughs> I told you, hey, remember that cover that Britney Spears did of Esquire magazine? Like, I don't know, 15 years ago. Oh, yeah, 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 That yeah. she was wearing a the white, white sweater. sweater and she I didn't know that. was didn't, bottomless. Yeah. Do you know that's an homage to Angie Dickinson? Yeah. Do you know where I got that from? I'm like, well. <laughs> because C- CBS Sunday Morning did a... Uh, I'm pretty sure it wasn't from The View. So by default, it had to be CBS, CBS Sunday Morning. CBS Sunday Morning did uh, a whole thing on Angie Dickinson. Did you know she was like a sex symbol? Yeah. yeah. That's why Blanche is always referring to her. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, she's like, they confused me with Miss Angie Dickinson. <laughs> and I didn't know that when she did a, the, the cop show. Uh, a police woman. Right. The enrollment of women joining the, the, the police, police academy, <laughs> the police force, like it skyrocketed. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. So if we would have had police women, we would have had Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> I guarantee we wouldn't. Which we wouldn't have had uh, SVU. That's true. Well, SVU... Now, because SVU when it started was a man and a woman, so right, but we, the woman wouldn't have been. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. See, I was thinking we wouldn't have had Rizzoli and Isles. Yeah, no, <laughs> like she wouldn't have been it. You know, she wouldn't have been inspired. That's true. <laughs> Angie Dickinson inspired so many, so much police work. <laughs> Wait, where were we? Uh, you were going to ask me something because I'm. I, oh I'm yes, gauge yeah, you, yeah, gauge yeah. you. Do mm-hmm. you think that as these mass shootings just keep happening? Mm-hmm. Do you think that more and more people are just going to get frustrated? Because up to now, no, nothing's been done. Right. Right? Do you think nothing has been done up to now? Because, again, this argument is hijacked by both ends right, of the right, spectrum. Right. The people are, that are like, ban all guns. And then the people are like, no. Get more of them. Yeah. Get more Get more guns, more guns, more guns. Right, no legislation. Right, right, right. right? Give right? it to the fetus inside. Right. Do you think that... As more these things happen more and more, and and, and they become well, they're all violent. Um, that just your average person is kind of like, what the fuck? Like, like we need to do something. The average person, unfortunately, so I think, kind of speaking on behalf of all average people, um, you're I, the spokesperson. I'm for the average. spokesperson for average. What a horrible thing to be. Um, the average person is probably thinking like something needs to be done, right? Now, what that something is is where we all get kind of stuck, right? Because I think we can all agree something needs to happen. Unfortunately, and I and I can only speak because, you know, I'm only alive during this time unless you can prove that I'm like Shirley MacLaine with multiple past lives. We live in a time where we can all agree something has to be done and then it just literally within 10 minutes devolves into the memification and we all just go back to our separate camps. Um, You know, to the point where 
you know, when this first happened, I actually had a, a moment where I, I kind of had to check myself because obviously when something tragic like this happens, I care and it hurts and it's horrible. But I had a brief moment where I actually thought to myself, if nobody in a position of power is going to care enough to actually do anything, why should I? Right? And that's a horrible thing to think, but I was coming at it from the perspective of like, this isn't the first rodeo. Right. You know? And like you said many times and and you know, just even last last episode, you know, if nothing happened after Sandy Hook, good luck. No. And so and so I think that I think there's I think there's that. I think people want something done, but we get entrenched in, in in to go back to what we were talking about you know we don't have discussions anymore we have you know d- debates at best on a good day and then you know quite frankly and uh, and again i don't want to get political and i don't want to go down this road but honestly before we talk about any of this we need to just set term limits for for you know the house and the senate because the fact of the matter is that as long as these people can be who was it strom thurman who was like you know 150 and was still getting elected and serving what are we? What are, what's going to change? What's going to change? Nothing, because these people's only goal is to stay, stay in power. power. So what they're going to do is they're like, okay, what's gotten me here so far? Okay, I'm gonna. These are my five talking points, and I'm just going to say them louder next time, and that's it. As long as you have, it's it, it's the definition of insanity. You're you're you keep doing the same thing and expect a different that's result. Like, uh, here, Marco Rubio. You keep Marco doing the Rubio same thing and expect a different result. Communism. I don't like communism. Oh my god! That's yeah, it. Yeah, right. That's it. Right. Oh, nah, nah. Right. Meanwhile, we, everything he, else. He has uh, one of the worst voting records in Congress that he misses most votes when he shows up. Yeah. When he shows up. Right. Like he's. I, I forget the, the the number, but like I was like, wait, what? Right. But I'm saying this across the board. I'm like, you know what? No, you get eight years, or whatever the term right. is. You get in, you get out, you do your job, and that's it. Because otherwise, we've seen the ineffectiveness of this. We're living the results, and we are the ones who are suffering as a result of it. Because what you've got, and it's getting worse. I mean, I don't know if it's because we're getting older or because of social media or whatever, but it's getting worse where people are just becoming entrenched in their camp, and they are being very reticent to even move and and even indulge the notion of the idea of the possibility of the thought of hearing someone speak and getting something accomplished. So if that doesn't change... Good luck. Unless they show up, you know what? I'm not saying I want that January 6th was a good thing, but that demonstrated to me that these people had their lives threatened to the point of death and they haven't done shit. No, then they don't care. Yeah, it's all about power. Then they don't care. Because I w- my, my, my initial thing is like, you know, you know, you don't do something. Pero no, I don't like Gaio because people breached the Capitol and they had to run for their lives and they're still not doing anything about anything. Right. So I unless they literally would have walked in and just started shooting people in the head right that's the oh, buy out no i think that's a very good point i mean look i think that that point that you make it, it is valid not only in the issue of of gun control but just in general in general i'm, I'm talking in general yeah in general, yeah, yeah. In general. Yeah. um i do think specifically to gun control as these things happen more and more and more and i think and we do become numb we do become numb, which is we depressing. do become numb. We it's do become depressing. numb, but I think that as they happen more and more, 
and it starts affecting your everyday life because what happens you see one of these shootings happening and you cry you look at it but you're like oh you know what are the odds of that still happening right right, right. as 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 frequent as they happen right there's still a small odd yeah, 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 that you're yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, yeah. in a mass shooting right right right, right? probabilities god, yeah god forbid yeah, yeah, yeah. you know knock on wood god forbid yeah. um but I think that when you it starts affecting your daily life insofar as like security, mm-hmm. that's when people are going to start getting upset. Because, for example, I was um, this weekend, I mentioned that I was in downtown Disney mm-hmm. and I hadn't been to downtown Disney in a bit. Um, and I was actually talking to, you know, one of our friends and I was like, wow, to get into downtown Disney. Well, excuse me, Disney Springs, yeah. which is an open air marketplace. Right. There was an entry point now where you had to go through a, a metal detector. A metal detector. I knew. Well, I went through the entry point back through when COVID. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. And and right, but that was that's not that's new. When I mean new, that that's been there a couple of years right, at most. At most, yeah. Right, yeah, that yeah. wasn't yeah, there yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Because antes tú llegabas, por right. donde sea, yeah. Right, going to downtown Disney was like a mall. Right, right. And I think that when you start. As these things continue to happen, unfortunately, I could see there being additional changes and things like that happening. Whether it's going a metal detector at a mall, a metal detector at a store, you know, right. a supermarket, metal detectors in schools or pat downs, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. may look like. Mm-hmm. I think that when it starts interfering with people's daily life, that's as that grows. I think that's when the frustration is going to keep growing and growing and growing until people are like. What the fuck? But the flip side of that is something that actually... We're, that we become numb to it? That, but also it, it, it's a little bit of something that, that actually we're talking about on, on The View. Because, you know, you said CBS Sunday morning. I'll bring up The View. <laughs> Kids nowadays are growing up with this as their reality. So what does that mean? You and I are old enough to remember Columbine and being absolutely shocked by it. Yeah. Like, this was unheard of. Yeah. Kids nowadays literally have to go through active shooter drills. They do. So for them, it's not going to be weird, to use the, the, the probably worst word in the world, as it is to us, because they're already growing up with this is my reality. This is just what happens, right? So when they become parents, if there's mass shootings and things like that, they'll be upset. They'll be. I mean, obviously, you know, nobody's going to be like, well, who cares, right? But it's not going to be as bizarre to them the just the initial concept of it because they are essentially growing up with this as a reality mm-hmm, yeah whereas you and i never had to do that yeah but 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 i but in the still yes that is true but but even in like the next 20 30 years right there's still a lot of people that are going to be around that were around before mm-hmm. this was a norm right. if you will and and I don't know. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but I think that no. That, I hope you're right. But... I think that that is. I, um, I think that that's when one of the many things that could get really people like have, hold and... the government accountable, mm-hmm. our elected officials accountable. Like, oh yeah, yeah, this is affecting my everyday life because you know I I heard people this week saying like they need to put metal detectors in school. I'm like, okay. So they need to put metal detectors in school. Let's talk about that. How long do you think it's going to take to get people through a metal detector in school? True. Because you have to have one entry point. You can only have one entry point. Right. You can only have one entry point. 
right? So metal detectors, as you School know. School has to start at 6 a.m. Right. As you know, anything can make a metal detector go off. And all these kids are showing up with their book bags and, right. and zippers right. and their right. pins. Oh, but and... they have them in airplanes, in, in airports. Right. Yes and no. They do have them in airports. But in airports, people are getting there, you know, two, three hours before a flight. It's staggered. And there's, it's exactly. It's staggered. Whereas in a, in a and school, it's up to you. Right. And in a school... <laughs> Everybody gets there at the same time, or everybody, everybody starts, starts at, at the, the same, same time. time. Correct. So, are you going to have a line, you know, especially in a high school of two thousand kids in front of the school going through the metal detector? And how long is that going to take? Right. Right. So that's not a practical solution. Right? Solution. It's right? a solution, but it's for, not a practical. For a school, when schools have high schools have thousands of kids. Right. I mean, if your school has fifty kids, okay. <laughs> but you know, um, it, that's not the reality. Right. So how how are you going to pull that off? Right. You know, unless you have you know I don't know two hundred metal detectors. Like I mean, even that. Like even if you had two hundred metal detectors it's just in a school of three thousand kids. Good luck. Because our high school had three hundred students, three thousand students. It did really wow. Southwest, yeah, two thousand nine hundred something. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, I know I was the editor in yearbook. Anyway, bueno, let's move on to something a little lighter. Anything so, would be lighter so than that. So stay that the jury this week. Oh, yes. yes as we're recording. Sided yes. with Johnny Depp and they awarded him $15 million in damages. Um, Amber 50, Heard got, right? 15. 15. Amber Heard got $2 million in her countersuit. I don't know the specifics on Because she, counter, she countersued him for, for 100. 100. Okay, right, she right. got $2 million. I'm not sure what the $2 million mean if that's like attorney's fees. I, I'm not sure what it means, but... Johnny Depp got a... He won, quote-unquote, yes, right. right. The verdict was for... In his favor. Yeah. In his favor. So what do we think about this? I think this is... Actually, to tie it back to you know what we were talking about earlier, defamation, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think this case has been very interesting. Um, I think that... It's been interesting to me, the fact that we've become so wrapped up in it. Right. <laughs> No, I, I, in I didn't even talk about it last week in or the, the week the, before. The episode, yeah. Right, very, that very... It, it, it was a six-week trial um, a trial period, which and it took all six weeks because, again, a trial week, a trial period can be six weeks or eight weeks. But two um, days of testimony, But, but right. generally, they don't take that long unless it's like a very complicated right, case. Right, 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 right. Simpson, you know, right. Like something like that. Um, but this took the entire trial period. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. They, they were there. We heard from everybody, even Kate Moss. Yes. Which is so bizarre. I mean, I... This is a weird case for so many reasons. You know, there are people who are saying, you know, believe believe women and, and this is what happens when you don't believe women. I don't know that that's necessarily the case, right? Because... That what's what happens when you don't believe women? That that you know, like Johnny Depp wins. Like when when women are not, like you could still believe women and her be a liar, or her be an exaggerator. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like it's one of those things where it's like you know because she, I think believe I believe that she came out and said something like you know this is this was a this was a a step backwards for yes, women and, and and things like that. You know, look, anybody who's listened to the show for over the 200 episodes knows that we're feminists. We are pro women. We're we're not anti women, but. You know, you can't go around, and I'm speaking in general, you can't go around always telling people that so-and-so did something to you, and then when you write something, say, no, but this isn't about you. 
I mean, look. like, like that, like you just. I mean, it's like you, you want again the cake and eat it too, right? Like you can't look. I'm sure when when we talked about this two weeks ago, these people were toxic. These people are toxic together. It, it was this Maya. is not a situation where Johnny Depp was the perfect. See, partner it was no husband. angel and victim, and, right? You know, right. Amber Heard came and raw, you know. Right, right, right. Raw, yeah, raw, you know, this wasn't the these case. people are the couple from Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's they're exactly Elizabeth, what they're, they're Elizabeth Taylor. And, and Richard, Richard Burton. Burton, both on and off screen. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's a great way of putting it. And for those of you who have not seen that movie, you really should. You really should. It's really great. Th- that is an amazing tour movie. de force. It, it, that's the exact best term to, to do it. <laughs> yeah. I freaking love Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, that movie. Okay, I love movies that are dialogue driven. <laughs> It's only four people. Yes, in a living room. Because it's a play. It is an it's an Edward Albee play in a yeah. living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one set. Yes, four people. Yes, and that's all you need. And the other two only show up like halfway through the yes. movie. And there's moments that you watch. I'm like so uncomfortable. I'm like so uncomfortable. I I um, watch it again. It's a great movie. People go out and watch yeah. it. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? Um, but back to them. Yeah, I don't think it's a situation where he was just like poor person that you know right. she was doing these terrible things to him and oh you know no these were probably these probably no art two very toxic people who did terrible things to each other right. i'm sure that he treated her horribly Horrible. right and she gave I'm her sure right back she was no spring chicken right you know no no she's not old no, uh, <laughs> no uh what's what i was trying to say no uh ray of sunshine uh-huh. why did i think of chicken when i thought sunshine I, don't, I have no idea. I'm sure she was no fucking ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And together, it was a freaking bomb. Right. Right. But I think that the As prob- their therapist said. I think the problem here is that she took a very, very, very public platform right. after right. and said a very, very, what it looks like to be now, exaggerated side of the story. Inflammatory. Inflammatory that made him the bad guy and her the victim. Now- Here's the thing about she, being a victim. Here's she, the thing about being a victim. To the point that she fired her PR team midway through. Here's the thing about being a victim. You could be a victim and be the bad guy too, right? Right. Because again, I don't think it's a situation where she wasn't a victim. I'm sure she was victimized during their marriage or their right. relationship, right. right? But the way that she wrote it was very unilateral. Like that right, she was right. only on the receiving end of it. Right. right? And as we saw from the from the court, that was not the case. Right? And she made very damned statements yeah. that were just not true. And, you know, you said Or not Kate the whole Moss. truth. You said Kate Moss. You know, she went on and on and on about, yeah. oh, because, you know, I saw when he pushed Kate yeah, I Moss. Felt, I, I, I thought of Kate. She said something to the effect of, you know, as, as he pushed my sister down the stairs, I, I, I remembered the stories of Kate Moss. Right. And well, Kate Moss took the You stand. opened the door to Kate Moss, babe. And she was like, uh, yeah, no, he didn't push me down the stairs. It's like, right. <laughs> I fell and actually he helped me up. Or I think that's right. but, something but, that But she what said. you said is not right? what happened. And right. then she right. went on all these, you know, this is why you need to shut your mouth sometimes. Right. right? The, the more you say, the more they can hold against you. Right. She made all these public statements on how she had donated the money oh, that she got from the. She was going to donate. Yes, she was going to donate it. She was going to donate it to St. Jude's and to something else. Yeah. It was another... That she was going to. She was going to donate. That she, no, that all she the, had donated it. Well, that all the proceedings from the divorce settlement were right. going to charity. We're going to charity. Right. And, and one of them was St. Jude. And the other one, I can't remember the other one. But it was two very big CCC. charities. That she was giving them the money or that she had given the money. Right. And both of those organizations said, no, yeah, she didn't give us a cent. Right. We haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. Right. So, 
she sort of dug that hole up for herself. Right. And, you know, I think that this is a very interesting story because the Me Too movement is a very, very real thing that needed to happen, right. that we're very supportive of, that was in, it needed to happen, right? And you have to listen to women and you have to believe women, right? right? But that doesn't mean that there aren't women, just like there are men, that exaggerate, right. that are lie, that, you know, twist things around that right. aren't true. So just because... You look into that and you investigate that. Doesn't mean that you don't. Be- the two are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, right? you can. You, you have to. I believe you until I find otherwise. Right, and I think that this is an example of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't take it sitting down. He's like, I'm taking you to court. And when push came to shove, she couldn't prove he had the receipts. Right, he had the receipts. <laughs> she didn't have any. <laughs> right. She had thrown all the receipts away. She had thrown away, including the ones with the he donation. He had the CVS receipts. Yeah. Oh my god, so much space. <laughs> hey, when I go to CVS and that thing starts coming out, I'm just like, I have them send, it, have them email it to me because I'm part of the CVS rewards, so I just have them send it as an email. I have special. So is everybody else. I'm just saying because I'm not dealing with that fucking like Miss Universe sash of I a receipt. Give them to my mom. And then it's what funny does she do with when them? I, when I throw throw them away, my mom's like, "Do I have all that? Oh, los cubones, yes. Because sometimes the CVS, re- okay. Here's the thing about the CVS receipts. This is why I think that it's a little. It's sort of like buying the Disney annual pass, right? I'm gonna explain why. So, the CVS receipts, uh-huh. right? A lot of times, if you're part of the CVS, you know what? We're gonna have a conversation about this on Pedro. Let me tell you, the CVS receipts. Okay, this will six, be this will be how we cap off this episode. That, they're six feet long. This is how we're gonna cap they're off the episode. Six feet long. I, I'm sure. Okay, so the CVS receipts, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes, especially if you're part of the CVS club or right. whatever rewards, right. program. A rewards program that we are all part of, you get the five dollars off, the forty percent, sometimes the ten dollars off. Right, but that's not always. Right. Oh, that's, I get the forty percent every week, basically. How much do you shop at CVS? That doesn't. That's not always on the receipt. No, not on the receipt, but they send it to like the card. No, I'm. Talk- oh, you're talking no. about the receipt. You're talking I'm about the receipt. Right. No, the card one. Yeah. The, oh, okay. okay the okay, card okay, one. Okay, yeah, okay. because when you pay, they tell you, "Oh, you have five dollars off." Or C-C-C, you have, yeah, no, yeah. I'm talking about the receipt. Oh, okay. Right. The coupon. Yes. The, the yes, coupon. Yes, yes. The coupon. Sometimes, like See, once every ten times you go or whatever, it'll give you like a five dollar off or a four dollar off. Right. Okay. That's great. Four dollars off, five dollars off, great. The rest of the stuff, it's again, it's kind of like a Disney annual pass. It's kind of like, hmm. Buy one, get one free Neutrogena face wash. Well, I don't really need Neutrogena face wash, but this is such a good bargain. You know, something did right. So, like, let me go buy it. They get oh. me. They get me with deodorant that way. Oh, right. Like, yeah. oh, you know, two dollars off degree deodorant well i don't really need it one right now but let me go buy it anyway so yeah. they suck you in yep they and you do. end up buying more stuff they do and the reason why i say the disney annual pass right. is because i struggle with this constantly as somebody who loves disney i think we've had this conversation that, off off air we've had this conversation is that when you look at a one day pass it's like right. 130 140 now and you compare it to the standard yearly pass for a Florida resident. I'm not talking about the one that has no blackout dates. I'm running talking about the mid-range one. Right. Right? It is a bargain. Right? It is. The the yearly pass is a bargain compared to the one-day pass. But what happens if you have a yearly pass? <laughs> Oye, tenemos el pase, tenemos que ir a Disney. Aprovechar, tenemos que aprovechar. Aprovechar, aprovechar. Dale, dale, vamos para Disney esta semana. So what happens in the long term? 
you end up spending more. Because you got to get a hotel. Right. You got to get a hotel. You got to pay gas. You got to pay gas. You gotta pay turnpike. Which is a huge expense. You got to pay turnpike. You got you to eat. Which is a huge expense. Like, these are all like expensive things. Right. And if you have children, you have to multiply times one or two or three. Exactly. Right? And you know, when you're in the theme park, you're going to buy something for your kids. Right. Right? And whatever else comes along with the theme park. So now you just spent. And, and I feel that like, if, especially of the yearly pass. I'm sure Stephanie has a lot to say about this. If you have the <laughs> yearly pass, you know, you're going to use that as much well, because as you, you have can. to, or right? it's not worth the money. Right, 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 right. So it's not going to be like, well, no, you went twice. No, right? you got to go at least four times. You go like four times. Easily. At least. Yeah. Right. So it's like a lot more money when you look at it. Oh. You're spending. And never mind that there's, you know, dates can aplica. Right. Which, don't get me wrong. I'm totally going for Disney, you know, going to Disney 10 times a year if I could. Right. But it is a cost. It's not like, bueno, you have the yearly pass. You pay a little bit more. You have the yearly pass. And boo, cruise control. Right. Smooth sailing. Yeah. You nope. have no, no more Disney related costs. No. Nope. Now you have a commitment. <laughs> and I feel the same thing as with the with the CVS. Porque the other like I have been there. I'm like, I they have the Neutrogena grape uh that I like pink grapefruit face wash. I don't need it. But, but I use it. But it's BOGO. Like right. but I need to get it. Oh, they have the dish the Dawn washing liquid. Um, you know, the big one. Yeah. You know, that's like usually ten, no, twelve dollars. They always get me with body wash and deodorant. They have it four dollars off. Okay. I have a home, but this is such a great bargain. So then I leave CVS and I'm like, I just bought these four items. Yeah, I got a discount for them. Yeah, I got them on sale. And but, I'm going to use them. And but I'm going to use them. But that's like $30, $40 I just spent that I really didn't need to spend. Yeah. And they're smart because they always make it things that don't like, you know, say Chakamay did. Yeah. It's like, I just came in here for vitamin water and I leave for two bags <laughs> of shit. Like... <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, you know what I really like about the CVS here by my house is that... The one that there's never anybody there to help you? The, exactly. <laughs> uh, aside from the fact there's nobody ever else to help you, I think that their coolers where they have their drinks is colder. Oh, it's, it's like your house? Yes, because it's like Arctic. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a... Como they go CVS and they're 10... That's I a, love how Walgreens is like, we don't give a shit. We're not doing it. Here's your three-inch receipt. Walgreens is like, si quieres, compra, si no It's funny because in Walgreens, I have also the same yeah, thing yeah, yeah. where you put in your phone number. I'm like, that shit doesn't work because me and I go to Walgreens and I never get any discounts. No, I never get discounts. <laughs> maybe but maybe it's like a, a, sick, a, a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because you don't really get discounts, you don't really go to Walgreens. So you go to CVS more. So right. because you go to CVS more, you get more discounts. Right. What, what do you like more, CVS or Walgreens? CVS. Okay. But I have to say, like, my CVS love comes actually from when I was living in New York because there was literally... You didn't go to Dwayne Reed? No. Well, I mean, I would, but I was always CVS because the thing is that CVS was literally, like, as I would come up from the subway, um, like, to go to my house, the CVS was, like, right there, and it was 24 hours a day. So, no importaba, if I had gone out and I was coming back, like, buzzed or whatever, I'd come up, I'd be like, you know, I'm going to get a little wrap. Right. And I'm going to get a little, ooh, the cookies, four for a dollar. Okay. Yeah. So, like, le cogí cariño because it was, like, my corner bodega almost. So, I like Walgreens more than CVS because I love that Walgreens is such an old brand. Okay. Right? And, you know, that's, that's Walgreens true. had the soda fountain. Yeah. And, like, I love, like, the history of Walgreens. Right. And to me, Walgreens feels a little more homey. It feels, like, a little cozier. A little more casero. Yes. But I go to CVS more. I mean, this has a better rewards program. Yeah, and also, for me in particular, the problem is where I live, 
going to the Walgreens, even though it's across the street, would mean I have to... Traffic-wise, they're both at a very big intersection. So even though the other one's just across the street, it means I have to do a whole U-turn through an area. So it's a logistical... That across the street is like a good 20 minutes. It's a logistical nightmare. Whereas CVS... It's the CVS is technically further because it's on the other side yeah, of the street, yeah. but then it's on the right side of the street, so I could just yeah, it's stay. easy, right? So you know, it's a pretty good reason. I agree. <laughs> I'm all this. It's about convenience. A convenience. So anyway, wait, well, no, we reached soda time. We have reached soda time. All right, you want to go first? You want me to go, go first? It. Okay. So my my soda is actually going to be a, it's like a sad soda. Um, it it but it's going to go to a gentleman by the name of Trey. Ganem, G-A-N-E-M. His uh, his Instagram is at spot s p o t t e d a p e. Um, so he's an artist from Texas, and he is actually making customized um caskets for each of the nineteen young victims oh, yes, and the I two teachers. That. that is heartbreaking. Um, this man is doing God's work. Like it's the did fact. Did you see the Superman one? I, I mean, you think that one didn't kill me? Bad choice of words, yes. but. I mean, so this this man is just again horrible because it's tragedy, but proof that there are there are just people out there who who have a good heart, you know. Yeah, that is wow. Yeah, that is incredible what he's doing. So it's such a nice gesture, but even for him, that must be so. Because we're not talking about one. Yes, we're talking about twenty-one caskets. Designing these caskets with children's emblems and art, like uh, their their interests and. Wow. Yeah. Just heartbreaking. 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 Yeah. So, well, you had a way of bringing the mood down. So, you know, but but again, it, it, it's, you know, proof that good people still exist out there. And so, you know, well, last soda to Trey. So I'm going to give my last soda. <laughs> so trivial, this, I guess, I, after this <laughs> in terms of impact. Well, this is a big impact. To Queen Elizabeth. Oh, she's how she's celebrating her her platinum jubilee. <laughs> Platinum this is week, 70 75. years. 70? 70. Wow. 70 years in the throne. And I know that right now the royal <laughs> stock is down. At because, best. Because we live now. It's like colonizers and yes, you know, blah, blah, yes. blah, and all that, which there is a certain truth to that. Right. There, well, there is a truth to that. Um, but still. But, but you know, in terms of. She's the longest reigning You know, monarch, they, they, right? they always talk about how Americans have a fascination with the British monarchy and, you mm-hmm. know. People say scandal and all that stuff, which is true. But I think that at the end of the day, Americans are fascinated by the British monarchy is because that's our heritage. That's where our country comes yeah, from. Yeah, it originates that, yeah. from. You know, even though we fought, you know, a revolutionary war over. You know, that. we're traitors um, over that. But you know, th- we share a common heritage, right. whether you like it or not, uh, with the British. And I-, I think there's an affinity to that. Mm-hmm. I've always, always, you really have. I always have. I feel that the monarchy is like very in style to love or hate recently. But since we were in high school, I was You've like, always been fascinated. I've, I've, like, I find it so interesting. Yeah. Like the history of the British. <laughs> like monarchy. I wouldn't even say you love or hate it. I think you're just in. I am. I have books on like the British monarchy, Um, and I mean the fact that this woman has held this title for seventy years. And you know she's never given an interview. Never. Never. She's never given an interview. Really? Nope. The closest that she has done just her message on Christmas, uh, her Christmas Queen's message, and she's addressed the nation, uh, the the her the Commonwealth many many times, Um, but a sit down interview never. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, it's just whatever you think about the British royal family, um, 
they've been there for a while so yeah she deserves a, a drink absolutely she's probably so. thirsty well anybody everybody that was our show today we hope you listened laughed and learned and as always remember to grab your patanito your croqueta and your cafecito and thank you for joining us all right Have a great weekend. bye, bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.